As we inch closer towards the end of the year, it becomes inevitable that whatever is planning on getting released in 2020 needs to be announced soon. Understandably, Microsoft has been saying that they still plan on releasing the Series X this year despite all of the logistical issues that are currently present, but they would have to say this. Whether or not it's possible to launch a new console during the holiday of 2020, you must present a strong and committed front for the customers. One thing that Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, has publicly said is that they don't see an issue with launching the hardware in that window, but what could be impacted is software. You aren't going to sell nearly as many next-gen consoles if there are no killer apps to play on it, let alone any decent games, but it seems that things may be looking up. Xbox has announced that an inside Xbox on May 7th will feature some third-party games that you can look forward to on the Series X. And with Ubisoft unveiling their latest in the Assassin's Creed franchise, we are also told to expect more details regarding their latest at the show as well. I'm sure Sony has been working on something along the lines of a state of play, but I wonder if they will feel compelled to fast-track it to compete with, as it seems like they've been reactive to Microsoft announcements during this next-gen lead-up. One thing that Sony did announce this week was new release dates for two of their most anticipated PS4 exclusives with The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. The good news is that both of these games are coming this summer and likely sooner than you might expect, but it didn't come as all good news as Ghost of Tsushima will be a little later than initially expected. Another thing that looks to be coming a little later than expected will be Nintendo's Summer Direct, which they normally hold around E3 in June. We've talked about how their hardware production has been impacted, but it seems that software development might be as well. This would not be great news for Nintendo, as it seemed like they had large plans for the end of the year with Mario. With new consoles coming from Microsoft and Sony, this would have been a great way to stay competitive and keep the sales momentum on the Switch going, and hopefully everything still turns out alright. This is the Video Games Podcast. Grab a seat, lend me your ear, and we will talk more about it right after this. It seems as though indefinitely is only around a month as Naughty Dog has given a new release date to their highly anticipated sequel, The Last of Us 2. I'm losing all sense of time, but it feels like just a few weeks ago, Sony and Naughty Dog delayed The Last of Us 2 indefinitely. This decision raised a lot of questions due to the vagueness of the delay, with many wondering just how bad the delay would be. With word choices such as the indefinite used to describe the delay, I fully expected it to be a little longer than about a month, and I expected it to get the same treatment that Breath of the Wild received when it was simultaneously launched on both the floundering Wii U and the much-awaited Nintendo Switch. This week on the PlayStation blog, Herman Holst, head of Worldwide Studios, made a surprise post announcing the newest release date for the latest Naughty Dog adventure. The Last of Us 2 now has an official date of June 19th, which is just a few short weeks from its previous release date of May 29th. In the post Naughty Dog made, responding to the delay at the start of April, they said we were faced with the reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us 2 to our satisfaction. I know a lot of people are probably thinking what can really change in just a few short weeks, but we are all adapting to this new way of life very quickly. And over the past few months, there have been plenty of stories about the factories getting back up to speed or getting back to completely normal operations. June 19th is still almost two months away and a lot can change in two months as well for the better. Obviously, digital release won't be an issue and it also seems like an extra month to print and ship physical copies could help as well. 
It's also possible that Sony is not concerned with the physical sales as they may have enough data on games like Doom Eternal, Resident Evil 3, and Final Fantasy 7 and saw just how well digital performed. This could have been enough to make Naughty Dog and Sony feel comfortable that one of the most anticipated games of the year by many will still be able to perform within their guidelines. One of the major questions when Sony announced the delay of The Last of Us 2 was what will happen to Ghost of Tsushima. Sony's other anticipated exclusive from Sucker Punch seemed in doubt as well. The post from Herman this week on the blog was a little bittersweet with the news that we were getting The Last of Us 2 probably sooner than we expected, but that the first game from Sucker Punch in about six years would be getting delayed. However, the news wasn't too bad as Ghost of Tsushima only got delayed about a month, landing on a new release date of July 17th. This is great news as it means we will hopefully have two amazing games to play through this summer and they are also spaced out well enough apart that you won't need to rush through them if you are the kind of person that needs to play games right away and if you're listening to this then you probably are. Sony clearly has a strategy in motion here as Last of Us 2 could have easily taken the July release date which would have meant that Sony wouldn't have had to delay Ghost of Tsushima. However, they clearly want to get The Last of Us 2 out the door first, as late last week, large spoilers for The Last of Us 2 began to surface on the internet, and it's possible that the reason that Sony wants to get this game out first is to limit the time between these leaks and the time consumers can purchase the game. It's very possible that some of these spoilers will be enough to eliminate a sale or at the very least postpone it until the game is cheaper which is still removing money from the pockets of Sony and Naughty Dog. These spoilers are very unfortunate as these people have spent a good chunk of their lives making this game what it is. If you haven't been spoiled, then try to avoid it, and if you have seen some of them, then don't ruin it for others. This week we got some good news and we got some bad news regarding Nintendo and the Xbox Series X and their plans moving forward. I always like to get the bad news out of the way first, which leads me to the story that developers are being told by Nintendo that their big June Nintendo Direct will not be going ahead as usual. Although not confirmed by Nintendo, there has been a lot of speculation that the tentpole June Nintendo Direct that they have had since 2013 will likely not be happening this June. Nintendo has always used the June Direct as the big showcase to highlight their biggest offerings for the upcoming holiday season. Their June Direct is also usually anchored around their biggest title of the year, with this year likely being focused on Mario and its remakes, collections, and new entries for the 35th anniversary. Clearly, COVID-19 has affected Nintendo with the Switch being scarce at retail three years into the console's life cycle, and while it's great news that the system is sold out, eventually the ripple effect of the over-demand for the system catches up with the supply. Nintendo is currently having troubles getting the Switch back in stock worldwide, and that might just be the start of their problems. The speculated postponement of their June Direct also seems indicative that working from home has made it quite hard on the developers to hit their targets. The real challenge is having these developers work from home but still achieve similar results with working conditions that aren't ideal. Factories around the world have resumed full production or are most of the way there as it seems much easier to maintain social distancing at a factory as opposed to a development studio. The good news is what we could be playing this fall. Xbox announced on Twitter this week shortly after the reveal of the latest Assassin's Creed game that a new episode of Inside Xbox will be taking place on May 7th. And they said, you want to see games for the Xbox Series X and we want to show you games for the Xbox Series X. Check out the first look next-gen gameplay from our global developers partners within Inside Xbox on Thursday, May 7th. Microsoft clearly understands how internet hype works and is giving fans around a week to look forward to this event and build expectations. 
The Assassin's Creed reveal, which we will talk about a little later, seems to have been well received, and having the gameplay premiere of a blockbuster franchise is a good place to start. As I said earlier, Xbox is slowly giving us teases regarding their next-gen console, and this, looking like the first in-depth preview regarding their future, says something. Microsoft didn't get to the status the company is at by accident. They are very much aware of the shortcomings of the Xbox One and what it had at launch compared to the competition. If you asked a handful of people what was the main issue with the Xbox One, they would most likely say lack of games. It's no coincidence that the first event regarding the Series X is focused around games. You can't sell consoles on exclusives alone. You need to have premier, third-party support as well. Xbox furthered the anticipation by tweeting out, We're bringing friends to our next showcase, and they have games. Lots of games. Ubisoft has always been a major supporter of new console launches, whether that be a multi-platform game like Assassin's Creed series, among others, or by having console exclusives like Zombie U for the Wii U. Ubisoft has seen success following this formula as people with a new system need games to buy. The install base for a launch console is usually small, but the benefit of launching alongside a console is that these are very engaged customers. It's very possible that we will see more from Ubisoft with the amount of games that they should be having at the end of 2020. As for the announcement, it is specific that it will be third-party games only, as Aaron Greenberg, GM of Xbox Games Marketing, said, Also know the Xbox Game Studios teams are hard at work on some big summer plans, and that alone is pretty great news that there should be such a massive amount of games to play on the Series X, both exclusive and third-party, that it will require two different showcases. As for when we can expect that, I would assume that it will happen during the June event when they typically would have had their E3 briefing. When E3 was cancelled physically, Xbox was one of the few companies that immediately announced that they would still be holding an event during the same time frame. One thing that I am very hopeful to see next week is if they are able to specifically demonstrate some of the new features that the Series X will be bringing to the table. Some of these features we already know about including the SSD and how that is supposed to eliminate load times and smart delivery and how we can tangibly benefit from that. These games are going to look amazing, there is no doubt about that, but it would definitely be the icing on the cake if they are not only able to show off new games, possibly ones that aren't even announced yet, but also to pair this with how these new games will incorporate the new features of the Xbox Series X. There is only one game that we know for sure will be shown at the Xbox Series X-centric episode of Inside Xbox, and that is the latest installment in the Assassin's Creed franchise. The latest entry in the storied franchise confirms the leaks and rumors to be true, which means that Assassin's Creed series will be built around the Viking era. A while back, leaks came out from screenshots to keychains dubbing the next entry Ragnarok, which between now and then has obviously changed for the better. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be the first entry in the series since 2018 when Odyssey was released and the series delved deeper into the RPG era. Both Origins in 2017 and Odyssey in 2018 took the franchise in a new direction after Syndicate was sort of the final nail in the coffin for longtime fans of this series who have now become bored of the same. Ubisoft took a long look and decided that the long-term health of the franchise, that it was better to take a longer break in the development cycle and figure out what Assassin's Creed needed to be to be successful. Many praised Origins as a return to form and a step in the right direction for the franchise, with Syndicate averaging around a 75, Origins arounding an 85, and Odyssey following in the same footsteps around an 85. 
While it does seem like Vikings will be a new direction for the series, there will still be many familiar and returning elements. Shown in the trailer, your character still has the hidden blade as part of his weaponry, but it sounds like you will once again go back to the open seas as well as building settlements, both of which appeared in Black Flag in some fashion, which was also developed by Ubisoft Montreal, who are also in charge of Valhalla. And stop me if you've heard this before, but according to the press relief from Ubisoft, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, nearly every decision you make will leave lasting effects throughout the world. And hopefully, this actually means something this time, as there have been just too many times developers have made it sound like your choices matter only to produce a slightly different outcome. As for exciting new additions to the series, according to the post, Valhalla will include visceral new combat system that lets you bash, dismember, and decapitate your foes, and you will be able to dual wield axes, swords, and even shields against the greatest variety of enemy types ever seen in Assassin's Creed. This sounds fantastic, but there are a couple of reasons that I am cautiously optimistic. The first is that the bar has already been set for a Norseman-era game when God of War was released in 2018. That game was all around incredible from top to bottom and from start to finish, but the combat felt amazing. The other concern I have is that since these games are being developed for the current gen as well as next gen, I am concerned that the combat system will be somewhat limited as it will be needed to work across all platforms. However, it's the final edition that has me looking forward to Valhalla the most, and that is Raids. Raids will be more action-packed and brutal than anything Assassin's Creed has ever seen before, they said. I am excited for this because raids in most games are always a very tough and challenging endeavor, and the hope is that this aspect of Valhalla will remain single player. We've seen raids of many different types and sizes, but what would truly make Valhalla raids original is if they had raids exist as a solo experience. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has shown enough and said enough to get my attention thus far, and I am very much looking forward to the gameplay world premiere that will take place on Inside Xbox this week. That's it for the show this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, then please think about subscribing. Please be safe, be a good person, and remember that gaming is great escapism. So be nice to your fellow gamer, but more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. Mm -hmm.